Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Now we're taking a shot up in the tailgate yep. lot yep. with a stadium view. Woo! What a great spot. Damn it, I've been waiting all week. Right. Counting down the days till I'm back in my seat. Till I'm back in my seat. Back on the boulevard Friday, May 5th. As always, here to prove to you there is no such thing as football season. Welcome to the first annual Freshie Awards, our XFL postseason honors special. We are presented by the Believe Network. 42 of 43 XFL games in the books. And of course, we're going to take a short pause this weekend, but. The spotlight will then shift to San Antonio for the big one. The Arlington Renegades, representing the South, face the tall task of the North Division champion, 10-1 DC Defenders out of the North. But tonight is all about celebration, reflection on the last 11 weeks of XFL football. On tonight's award special, we're presenting XFL honors for everything from play of the year to NFL ready to our ultimate freshie at the conclusion of the show. And of course, our most valuable player of the 2023 XFL season. Joining me on stage tonight, the most valuable producer, also a director and owner of the humble abode we call Studio Z, which has turned into an award ceremony tonight. Chris Zook, are you ready? First annual Freshie Awards. I am ready to hand out some awards. This is a very exciting show. Look at us all dolled up on the boulevard. Even the white hat for Zook tonight. What's up? If it doesn't feel special, you saw Zook in the white hat. Now it absolutely does. For our podcast listeners, just envision Zook with a nice new white hat from XFL Shop. Of course, it's Seattle Sea Dragons. So before we get started tonight, make sure, drop us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel. We're going to have polls up all night in the live chat so you can interact with us on some of these award categories. Again, almost 20 or more of these categories. So buckle up and get ready to go. We've already given away our Sony PlayStation 5 last night. Now it's time to give away the 2023 Freshie Awards. Leading us off, our Offensive Player of the Year. No explanation needed here, right? We saw exciting play calling, explosive athleticism, high-flying offense. Our nominees, Ben DiNucci, gunslinger for the Seattle Sea Dragons, fourth-year prod at JMU, former Dallas Cowboy, 374 pass attempts this season, 305 rushing, 23 total touchdowns. The XFL's leading passer was electric all season long for the Seattle Sea Dragons, and he had himself an invite to a camp, Zook. Denver Broncos, Jordan Tamu, QB1 for the number one team in the XFL, fearless leader of the XFL's best offense, averaging over 30 a game, fifth-year prod Ole Miss had 17 total touchdowns, 298 rush yards, and most impressively, just three interceptions. That was the lowest among all XFL quarterbacks. And A.J. McCarron, the face of the XFL, quarterback for St. Louis, 24 TDs, 10 games. There's NFL quarterbacks who didn't do that in 17 games. Ninth-year vet completed 69% of his throws against just six interceptions in an offense featuring two 500-plus yard wideouts. These are three of the XFL's top quarterbacks piloted their teams to a combined 17-1 record against the other five teams in the league. And the Freshie Award for the Offensive Player of the Year goes to A.J. McCarron. A.J., a pleasure to watch all season. He capped it off with a 53-point explosion in front of 33,000 at the Dome. When you think offense, you think McCarron. Congratulations, A.J. and O.C. Bruce Gradkowski. 
it will be great to have you back in XFL 2024. Our next category, of course, flipping sides of the ball, defensive player of the year. And it's likely that more defensive players who played in this league will end up at the next level than even offensive players. And each of our nominees deserves that opportunity. First up, Ajene Harris, the leader of the league's top pass defense in H-Town, fifth-year pro out of USC, made plays left and right for Brian Stewart's roughneck defense, also had five interceptions, including this one, snatched it right out of midair, one of the Sports Center top 10 play nominees. Next up, Jordan Williams, the heartbeat of the San Antonio Brahmas, fourth-year pro out of Baylor, hadn't played a real game in three years. That didn't slow him down. On his way to the top of the league in solo tackles and TFLs, can't wait to see him in the NFL. And Peta, wrecking havoc for the Vegas Vipers, seven and a half sacks in 10 games, each one more painful for quarterbacks. Four forced fumbles for him. Peta about to make some bread with his next NFL deal. Three absolute gems who made us scratch our heads and wonder how none of the NFL scouts even rostered them. But the Freshie Award for Defensive Player of the Year goes to Jordan Williams. His 89 tackles were 26 more than second place, a league-leading 12 TFLs from his Mike linebacker spot. Jay Will is not going to be player 54 for long. Going to the NFL, congratulations Jordan and defensive coordinator Jim Herman. Hell of a job for the San Antonio Brahmas this season rolling into our next category game breaker i know we focused on quarterbacks for offensive player of the year now it's time to find the game breakers the unstoppable playmakers with elite speed athleticism and a nose for the end zone our nominees for game breaker first up jacor pearson young peasy wide receiver one for the league's top passing attack in seattle second year pro to ole miss he was an 11 game highlight reel from the moment he stepped on the field in february shredded opposing defenses you'll certainly see him on sundays just chill, just chill. He's open. On to the next, Hakeem Butler, the XFL's version of Hakeem the Dream, fifth-year pro to Iowa State. DM'd Coach Anthony Becht, whose son Rocco plays for the Cyclones, about playing here. Well, look what he did. More than just play, he led the league in touchdowns. And how about Abram Smith? First overall pick in the XFL draft, second-year pro to Baylor, led the league's top rushing attack in D.C., 350 more yards rushing than anyone else, 21 carries of 10 yards or more. Three playmaking stars who showed they can truly help anybody win. And the Freshie Award for Game Breaker goes to Jacor Pearson. 60 catches, 670 yards, averaging 11.2 per catch. He came in completely off the radar, becoming the league's top playmaker. Route running and hands off the charts. Congratulations, Peasy. NFL bound soon enough. Speaking of some receivers, let's go catch of the year. Each time I saw a jaw-dropping snag, I made a mental note. Go ahead and include these nominees. So, here they are. Catch of the year. First up, Deontay Burnett. Opening weekend, squaring off against Orlando. Left arm tied up. Snags it right here with the right arm. Shrugs off the defender and scores. Great throw from Brandon Silvers. Touchdown, Houston. One of six for Burnett this season. Next, Briley Moore against the Orlando Guardians. This entire play from the snap to the whistle was electric. De'Ara King off his back foot. Briley Moore touching the toes. Touchdown, D.C. What a play that was for catch of the year. And did we save the best for last year? Week six against San Antonio, Lawan Winningham. It was actually the lone touchdown of this game for the second year pro to Central Arkansas. Could have had multiple catches from him, but this was the best of the season. Look at the extension here from Winningham. Some of the craziest catches of the season from a talented trio of receivers. And the Freshie Award for catch of the year goes to 
winning him winning awards. Congratulations, Luan. What an effort on that play and so many others. Going to be a treat to watch him in the XFL championship game as one of the top targets for the Arlington Renegades. What a snag from Winningham. Sticking with our theme for play of the year. We refuse to ignore the third and most important facet of the game here on the Boulevard. So it's time. Special teamers, let's honor them. And the nominees were not lacking for this category. Donnie Hegman from 59 yards right before the half in H-Town. He warned you on Twitter leading up to this game. He was good from 60. Longest field goal of the season belongs to Donnie. Next up, we had a fake punt touchdown in the Battle Dome. Saw this one in person on the tour. Sterling Hoffrichter to Gary Jennings showing his taillights. What a block, by the way, from Stephen Mitchell. Just when the Battle Hawks needed this play to come back in the fourth, they win it in overtime without AJ. And in the same building, what can Mac Downtown Brown do for you? Into the St. Louis sky. This thing cleared the gateway arch, fell into the hands of big Jordan Thomas. He rumbled the rest of the way for Pater. 84 yards. Pretty much knocked St. Louis out of the playoffs, too. So a couple fake punts and a 59-yard bomb from Hegman. Special teams matter, especially in this league. And the Freshie Award for Special Teams Play of the Year goes to Mac Brown and Jordan Thomas. 84-yard fake punt touchdown. Whoever dialed this one up, by the way, you're a legend. I'm just going to credit the whole Guardians coaching staff. A true silencer in St. Louis. A play none of us will forget. Congratulations to Mac and Big JT. Now, one thing we know about the XFL this year, guys were truly playing like there was no tomorrow, flying around to the ball, really laying a beating on each other. So it's time for our hit of the year nominees. First up, CJ Avery, linebacker for Vegas, just laying waste to Darius Shepard here. Really sucked the life out of the dome. It was an audible gasp in the building for the third year pro out of Louisville. What a hit. Next up, Reggie Northup. Couldn't be hit stick of the year without the Black Dragon, right? Still got it. Just unloading on Luis Perez here. Heartbeat of that Greg Williams defense, Reggie. Cannot wait to have you back on the boulevard. What a bone-crushing hit. And rounding out hit stick nominees, Geronimo Allison jumped around, and he got the house of pain. Seventh-year pro out of Stetson puts a lick on Gmo. This was a fourth and 15 try week one. Arlington, one of the best defenses all season. Look at pain. Ooh. Just a hit stick if I ever saw one. A trio of bone-crushing blows, but only one can win the freshie for hit of the year. The award for hit stick of the year goes to C.J. Avery. And when you hear 35,000 people collectively gasp in person, that's a moment you don't forget. Avery, one of the defensive stars of the league. He was also third in the league in tackles. Dr. Jen Welter, his position coach, always hyping up C.J. every chance she got. Congratulations to the both of them. C.J. Avery, our hit of the year. Now let's back off from some players a little bit and let's go into the team category. We have upset of the year. This is the first freshie of the night that needs no nominees. I know some of you know where we're going with this one. The most painful April Fool's joke anyone has ever pulled on me. 37-36. The Orlando Guardians got their lone win of the season over my DC defenders. This is still, guys, DC's only loss of the year. I sat on this set. I said Orlando would win one single game. T. Buck and co. responded by ruining the dreams of my undefeated season. Quentin Dormady, 328 passing, three touchdowns. Cody Latimer with that game winner. Matt McCrane had a shot at a 63-yard field goal to save the perfect season. It just missed right. And I know some of you are going to call this the game of the year, the moment of the year. Well, it was so good. I actually had to give it its own category. What an electric game this was. 
I mean, you could not plan a better upset. Look at this. 888 combined yards, 51 combined first downs. There were 11 touchdowns in this game. And if you had Orlando money, money line, you cashed out at four to one, the freshie award for upset of the year going to the Orlando Guardians over DC. Back into the players now. Orlando learned that night. It takes a hell of a lot to win in this league. And the connections that were formed by teammates were on full display all season. Our nominees for best tandem leading us off, Jordan Tamu, Lucky Jackson. 10 and 11 took over during the back half of the season. Jordan trying his luck, and it led to five touchdowns in five games and some highlight reel moments that propelled D.C. to a sweep of the Seattle Sea Dragons and an XFL North Division title. Next up, A.J. and Hakeem. If you aren't already convinced on this one, how about this Week 10 stat line? Nine catches, 164, and two scores, including a long of 66. They hooked up for eight touchdowns this year. That was most in the XFL. Ten completions for this duo of 20-plus yards, Akeem Butler and A.J. McCarron. And Ben Danucci, Jacor Pearson. These two found chemistry early on in training camp, rode it all the way to the playoffs, seemingly always on the same page, and two of the most fun players to watch in the XFL. Four touchdowns from this duo, but they also produced seven, or excuse me, 60 completions for 670 yards. These three quarterbacks got their flowers already as our nominees for Offensive Player of the Year. Now, time to give some love to their counterparts. The Freshie Award for Best Tandem goes to A.J. McCarron and Hakeem Butler, just a deadly duo throughout the season. Anthony Beck trusted in them to make plays. We got so much effort out of these two, and even if it was the last time we get to see it because you know Hakeem's going to land in the NFL, it was a treat. Congrats to our Best Tandem, A.J. McCarron and Hakeem Butler. Well, we talked earlier about how hard-hitting the XFL 2023 was. Whether you were a ball carrier or a linebacker, defensive end, a safety given a hit, you felt the hits. Now, on to our nominees for Throwback Player of the Year. First up, Jaquez Patrick for the San Antonio Brahmas, 6'2", 235 out of Florida State. Not easy to bring down either. Physical downhill ball carrier and the XFL second Leading rusher, Patrick, brought the pain all season for San Antonio. Next up, we got Francis Bernard, the quarterback of the D.C. defense. Fourth-year pride of Utah. Bounced back from that two-game suspension to register 51 tackles, six for loss. If he plays in those two games, he wrecks even more havoc. And Delonte Scott could have easily been a nominee for Defensive Player of the Year. He played in just eight games. The fourth-year pride of SMU racked up seven and a half sacks, 11 tackles for loss, battled through injuries and adversity all season, carrying San Antonio's defense with Jordan Williams, who you just saw there. Delonte Scott. These are three guys you do not want to see in a bar fight. The Rock always talks about the hardest working guys in the room. Well, the Freshie Award for Throwback Player of the Year goes to Delonte Scott. Getting to the quarterback time and time again. Just a force on that Brahma's defensive front. He had a few strip sacks on that reel as well. 6'5", 245, all the tools for the NFL. Showing him off this season. Congratulations, Delonte, our throwback player of the year. So let's go ahead and take a pause on some player honors here, Zook. Before you roll that video, I wanted to make a couple comments about the tour. Let's reflect a little bit on our 2023 Boulevard Bowl Tour. We saw six unique XFL venues, a seventh on the way in San Antonio next week, thousands of miles in the air and on the asphalt traveling around. It was a lot of fun and a little bit of sleep. So thank you 
to the coaches, the players, and the fans, and most importantly, XFL team staffs for allowing this tour to happen. You accommodated us. You welcomed us with open arms all season. Alabama LSU in 2019 was truly the last real football game that I was able to cover in person before COVID shut the world down. So to get back out there in 2023, cover a half dozen games in these unique venues was special. Couldn't have done it without you. Thank you for following along. Also, thank you, Danny Garcia. Thank you, Dwayne Johnson, all the XFL execs for your part in bringing this back, giving us a lead of access. The Boulevard Bull Tour isn't done yet. Like we said, all roads have led to the Alamo, but it's time for our nominees for best tour stop. First up, the Battle Dome. Standing on the sideline, witnessing the birth of XFL overtime was truly chilling. And knowing how far we came with these overtime rules and Finally getting to see it in action was just glorious. This was the Battle Dome's loudest moment all year when Brian Hill scampered into the end zone, and it truly couldn't have worked out better for us. How about week one? If you follow me on Twitter, that's my pinned tweet. This is actually uh, footage here from Fresh's iPhone, <laughs> what we called, uh, The Rock called it hallowed ground. He addressed the media, even stopped for a quick handshake, and if you told five-year-old me I would meet The Rock, I'd forget I was potty trained and piss myself. Just an incredible kickoff game and weekend to celebrate the league. And, of course, football heaven. So good that we had to go back for the playoffs. We saw two great games, a brawl that broke out week three against St. Louis, and, of course, the D.C. defenders clinching the XFL North, all under the loyal, watchful eye of the greatest relic in sports entertainment, the undefeated, undisputed Section 137 Beer Snake. And of course, the Freshie Award for Best Tour Stop goes to DC and the Beer Snake Beaten Week 3. 1,267 cups. That's over 20,000 ounces of beer, 58 lemons, and most importantly, one win. Our favorite tour stop of the 2023 Boulevard Bull Tour presented by the Believe Network. So before we get back into some of the player superlatives, let's give another goofy one out. Why not? We talked about that XFL being a league of access. So how about quote of the year? If you were going to work for the rock, you damn well better be able to cut a good promo. So let's go into our nominees for best quotes. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Defense. Number three. He squirted the down judge with a water bottle. The penalty will be enforced. Happiness is the goal. Automatic first down. A positive from tonight. Is there a positive that you pull from somebody who played well? Something you saw that you did like? No. <laughs> Never gets old. Our freshie award for quote of the year goes to T-Buck. One single word. A wise man once taught me, say more by saying less. Well, T-Buck was the epitome of that lesson. After his week two loss to San Antonio, he saved the coach speak for the casuals and gave us all an honest answer. No. <laughs> Our quote of the year, Terrell Buckley. Well, for the second time tonight, a category where nominees are not necessary. Our Freshie Award for Coach of the Year presented without question to Reggie Barlow. During last week's interview with Coach Barlow, he told us there was a point where some things were going around that he would head up San Antonio. He said he was excited about it, but when he found out he got the gig in D.C., which is just two hours north of Petersburg, where he was previously coaching at Virginia State, he was fired up. It really couldn't have worked out any better. Reggie Barlow was told by odds makers his team couldn't compete for a title, and he was only a college coach. Well, 
he cut it in the pros. This is in a league with Jim Hazlitt, Wade Phillips, Bob Stoops. Reggie Barlow went toe-to-toe with every single one of them. Of course, he is our undisputed coach of the year. 10-1 record, donning the top-scoring offense, the top-rush defense, and most importantly, an XFL North title in a loaded division. Congratulations, Coach Barlow. Our Freshie Award for XFL Coach of the Year. How about moment of the year? Danny Garcia and The Rock always talk about the X representing the intersection of dreams and opportunity. Well, of course that intersection is going to end up being filled with memorable moments that ended up being the product of this beautiful league we love so much. Our nominees for moment of the year. First up, the lemon launch at Audi. Opening weekend started with The Rock standing on the 50 at Choctaw Stadium. It ended with lemons being launched from Section 137 as fans at Audi Field protested the removal of the beer snake. And what happened next? A Michael Joseph pick six and the flip. As John Schriffen said, DC was 1-0. Look at the beer. Flying out of section 137 set the tone all year. We mentioned this one before part of the bowl tour. St. Louis storming back to tie it, then walking off the first ever XFL overtime. Brian Hill plunging in from a few yards out and the roof absolutely blow off that place. Look at that place. I was right in the mix of that chaos. Players jumping in the stands. And how great was it to see this one? Austin Prohl, receiver of the Battlehawks, catching pass after pass down the stretch as St. Louis rallied back against San Antonio. Son Austin snags the game winner. Dad Ricky goes ballistic. They embrace. This is why I absolutely love football. Hard to pick from a few of these moments that made the XFL season memorable, but the Freshie Award for Moment of the Year goes to the Lemon Launch at Audi Field. This unique trend that started will forever be associated with XFL 2023. When I say Audi Field, you think lemons, and and that's how I know you speak my language and you watch the XFL from its birth. Congratulations to my fellow DC fans from Section 137 and beyond. You are our XFL Moment of the Year. With 42 games to choose from, performance of the year, certainly difficult to narrow down this category, which is going to end up being the same film that NFL scouts will watch when they invite some of these players. So our nominees for performance of the year, A.J. McCarron, Week 10. He came in knowing a win wasn't good enough. He needed to put up numbers, playoff hopes hanging in the balance. He goes off for 420 and six touchdowns, 80% completion in the process. What a day from our offensive player of the year. How about next up, Abram Smith against St. Louis. This was the second time in three weeks they met. Many of you thought there was no chance that the defenders could sweep the Battlehawks. Well, Abram Smith took matters into his own hands. 23 carries for 218, three touchdowns. He had long sprints you're seeing here of 62 and 70 yards. What an afternoon it was for Honest Abe. Nobody came close in single game rushing to that 218 yard mark. And how about this? We didn't forget John Trey Kirkland. He was an MVP candidate at midseason, the second year prod at LSU, the only player in XFL history to throw and catch a touchdown in the same game, found Deontay Burnett on the 49 yard score on a play that honored the late Mike Leach, the catch and the throw. Three individual efforts that are going to go down in the history book, setting the bar for single game records. And the Freshie Award for Performance of the Year goes to. Abram Smith versus St. Louis in week five, nine and a half yards per carry for the Baylor product who led the XFL in rushing. Great afternoon and a performance when DC needed it the most. Moving on here with over 500 players seeing the field in XFL 2023, 
who were the guys that balled out regardless of the accolades and all the publicity that other players were getting our nominees for the I get no respect award. Yeah. We nominate O Lyman on this show, 654 regular season snaps plus the playoffs for Liam Ryan paved the way for the number one rushing offense. And Jordan Tamu was sacked less than any other starter because of Liam Ryan. How about Jawan green 29 catches, 420 yards and six scores added another 89 yards and two more in the playoffs. With Jacor Pearson and Josh Gordon getting the spotlight, Green sneakily tore it up in the XFL. Former Lackawanna Falcon played with Jaquan Brisker and Tig Brown back there. From Scranton, PA, Jawan Green, the fourth-year pro. And rounding it out, how about John Lovett? Showed off the versatility all season, a threat to score on any play in the run or pass game. Lovett really gave Vegas that consistent production all season long, finding the end zone what seemed like game after game. He's a third-year pro out of Penn State by way of Baylor who got no respect this year for what he did. So this honor going to somebody underrated who you may not have had on your radar at all. The Freshie Award for no respect goes to John Lovett, racking up 496 all-purpose, five touchdowns. He wasn't even listed as a starter, and Lovett ended up second in the league in yards per catch as a running back. 14 catches, averaged 19.2 yards per catch, just a handful to bring down an open space. Congrats, John. Hope to see you back in the NFL. This is a good one. Play of the year. One of our fan favorite freshies. You could have picked from so many of these, literally dozens, but we narrowed it down to three. Presenting our nominees, trailing late in the fourth quarter, Bob Stoops opting for the fourth and 15. Luis Perez, the magician, one arm tied behind his back, finds Sal Canella across the middle. Unbelievable play. Reminded me of Johnny Football at AM. Arlington tied it up with a field goal because of that, but ended up losing an OT. And we're going to see these two teams meet up again soon. Next up, how about Peasy? Quite literally making the entire St. Louis defense miss in the biggest game of the year for Seattle. Let's be honest, guys. This was a check down short game. I've watched it back over 100 times, and I still struggle to figure out how he did this, but that's the PZ magic. And Seattle went on to win this game big. Look at this. Just marvel in it. I mean, the entire back half of the St. Louis defense misses at least once here, and this got no love anywhere else for play of the year. What are you guys looking at? This is absolutely a nominee. And how about scrambling away from pressure, throwing back across his body here, finding Briley Moore who taps the toes. This was actually held up on review and cracked the Sports Center top 10. Certainly one of the plays of the year in the XFL. Shout out Briley Moore and Derek King. A couple of electric catches and runs from a few of the league's biggest playmakers. And the Freshie Award for play of the year goes to Peasy to the Heasy. Made seven guys miss. Five of them had sprained ankles. <laughs> 68 yards. And I know, he says, just chill. This was actually zero chill from Jacor Pearson. Congratulations, Peasy, our XFL play of the year. Moving on, how about game of the year? Fantastic finishes across all 10 weeks of the XFL season. We had late game dramatics with that new 4th and 15 onside kick alternative in play, as well as some shootout style overtime. So how about our nominees for game of the year? First time these teams got together for real after sharing a practice facility, we were actually on site for the Boulevard Bowl Tour, a back-and-forth affair which ended in a scrap. Several suspensions were actually doled out for the fight. 
But what an afternoon it was in Audi Field between these rivals getting after it. Look at that. DC wins it 34 to 28. And moving on here, we had our winner for upset of the year before, of course, and it's making another appearance. Certainly have to nominate this one. Every time one side scored, it seemed like the other answered with fireworks of their own. It remains the lone loss for the DC defenders by just a single point. A memorable night in Camping World Stadium for Guardian Faithful. April Fools one, fresh zero. And <laughs> week eight, DC riding the ship in Lemon Field with a one point win directly after a one point loss. 30 combined fourth quarter points. This one went a long way in deciding the North playoff picture. And it was the closest D- uh, Seattle got to beating DC this year, Danucci. Sacked here on the final two-point conversion attempt. Wow. Really had three barn burners, all involving the D.C. defenders. So if you're listening, doctor, this is why my blood pressure has been so high the last 11 weeks. The Freshie Award for Game of the Year goes to D.C. 34, Seattle 33 in Week 8. 67 points in Lemon Field that night. 677 combined yards, seven passing TDs. What a night for Jordan Tamu. And Barlow gets the best of Hazlitt. Congratulations, DC, for the game of the year. Well, over the last couple days, if you're following along on XFL social media, you've seen some XFL alumni get invited to NFL camps. We knew that that was eventually going to happen. Of course, these NFL scouts trying to find a diamond in the rough coming out of the league. Let's give you our nominees for most NFL ready. First up, how about Cody Latimer? 6'3", 225-pound receiver, tight end hybrid, lighting up opposing defenses all season. Just uncoverable. 10th-year vet out of Indiana gutting out the adversity the Guardians face this season. And he really showed he can help your favorite team win a Super Bowl now. You're going to want Cody Latimer on your squad. Bursting onto the scene as an every-down linebacker, how is this guy undrafted? He graded off the charts, led the league in solo tackles and TFLs. Our defensive player of the year is about to be incredible for a pickup for any team. And this fourth-rounder, Butler path back to the big leagues, right? He was a fourth round draft pick, started as a St. Louis battle hawk where he led the league in receiving touchdowns and was nominated for several of our superlatives tonight. Hakeem the Dream headed back to the NFL. Guys, this was a trio of XFL alum who will be proud to play at the next level. DJ has told us time and time again, right? That's what it's all about. A dream that never came for the rock, but then can be created for others. The Freshie Award for most NFL ready goes to Cody Latimer. 50 catches, 593 yards, and a four-pack of visits to the end zone. It did not matter who the quarterback in Orlando was or what their record was. Cody Latimer showed out every time. Probably the XFL's leading receiver if he doesn't miss that one game. Congratulations, Cody. And if you didn't know, if he goes back to the NFL and wins a Super Bowl, that would be his second. Already has a ring with the Denver Broncos. Next, let's go ahead and celebrate the pass rushers, the absolute monsters who exploded after the quarterback for 10 weeks straight. It's time for our nominees for quarterback nightmare. First up, this guy probably could have been nominated for most NFL ready. Sixth year pro out of Miami, Trent Harris just gets after it. XFL leader in sacks with nine and a half. He played just nine games. Next up, 
Delonte Scott making his second appearance as a nominee tonight. Seven and a half sacks, 11 tackles for loss, also a strip sack or two. One of the top defensive players in the XFL. And of course, Pete Atalmo Penu, seven and a half sacks, 90% of his tackles were solo, led the league in forced fumbles with four. If Pete rocked you, you were going to lose your soul and the ball. What an effort for Agent Zero this season. Three of the worst nightmares for the 25 quarterbacks who took snaps in the XFL across the season. These three guys combined for 25 sacks, but the Freshie Award for quarterback nightmare goes to Pita Taumopenu. What a force for the Vipers defense. Played in all 10 games, battling against the best offensive lineman in the league. A high motor, but an even higher football IQ. Congratulations, Pita. A game plan nightmare and the winner of our quarterback nightmare award. Well, it wouldn't be Spring Ball Boulevard without a gambling award, and I took some bad beats this year. I got rock-bottomed by a couple of these spreads. Zook pretty much dodged the bad beat bullet for the most part. He he never really suffered like I did, because in his couple of beats, they were over by the first quarter. Not me. Our nominees for bad beat of the year. Well, it took me exactly one game of the XFL season to suffer a bad beat. If that isn't Matty Fresh, I don't know what is. Late in the two and a half with Arlington, they storm all the way back. They take an eight-point lead on a pick six late. I basically cashed a ticket. But wait! Vegas pulling some nonsense here. They score with eight seconds left on an underneath route. What are we doing? Perez the Sweeting. That game, Zook, feels like seven years ago, by the way. How about the next one? I tap this, my play of the century. How was Houston only a four-point favorite here? Well, the line moved all the way to six and a half. They dominated defensively all afternoon, did Houston. They were up nine with three minutes left. And, and Brandon Long John Silver's out there throwing up hush puppies. Come on, Brandon, what are we doing? <laughs> and the next one, I had been laying the points all year. DC came into this eight and one against the spread. It didn't matter the number. I just laid it. And we were up 17 to start the fourth quarter. I blinked and this game was in overtime. Why? And how? I don't know. I still, I still can't answer. Look at this. Luis Perez, uh, this was a nominee for play of the year. Uh, just constant fourth quarter explosion from Luis Perez. I, I don't know what was going on in that game. A three-pack of downright repulsive beats on my XFL 2023 betting resume. But the Freshie Award for bad beat of the year goes to Houston minus four against San Antonio. Again, guys, the closing number was six and a half, which means you know I got a great number. I got great value. And the Roughnecks were covering for about 59 minutes until Brandon Silvers tossed his second interception of the day, led to a touchdown. Sadly, I lost five units on that play. Big mistake. Bad beat of the year. (laughs) Well, Zook, I want to pause for a second. Let's hand out a couple of quick hitters. The Freshie Award for Best Better on the Boulevard. Uh, reluctantly goes to Chris Zook. 7-3 and three in the regular season, hit at a sexy 70%. Zook, congratulations. Take your 20 seconds and, and, and tell the, the viewers a little bit about your betting journey this year. Listen, it feels good to get a little bit of credit out of Matt for once in my life. You even made a graphic. I, and I, oh, you didn't take a single total. How about that, you coward? Well, I watched you lose all of your totals. <laughs> How so. about the zero bad beats? I mean, that's impossible to do. I, I literally had a whole category of them. And you what did. do we say? Trust in Zook's gut. T-I-Z-G. It's a new acronym. 
Well, we want to give another quick hitter away while we're at it. We promoted that this was a league of access, pretty much the entire Freshie Awards special so far. And I do. I think ESPN did a great job of telling the league's story. So best broadcaster of the year, really best in the booth, we could call it. Shout out to all the ESPN broadcasters and the producers, everybody in the truck, in the booth. But our Freshie Award for best in the booth goes to Greg McElroy. I really enjoyed watching his broadcast so much. He was partnered up with Tom Hart. Greg, just such a student of the game, a must-watch whenever you give him access to quarterback and coach communications. Obviously played the position at Alabama. And every snap, he kind of told us where the ball should go on replays. He was phenomenal with the Telestrator. And especially when he was working St. Louis games, calling the game with his former teammate, A.J. McCarron, out there playing. That was phenomenal. Greg McElroy, congratulations. Got to call his fair share of A.J. Smith GTFOs telling us all what that means out there. Well, another ordinary freshie to give out before our two grand finales. And maybe this isn't so ordinary. I I didn't think we'd go through the whole show without honoring our punters and kickers, our nominees for the brand award. First up, Parker Romo out of Virginia Tech. He was steady for San Antonio all season, drilled a long of 57, led the XFL in field goals, made 17 for 19. Next up, how about Taylor Russolino with a long of 56, connected on 16 and 19, had a few massive kicks when Arlington relied on him most and got to play in the XFL title game. And lastly, Brad from the Bayou. Brad Wing, phenomenal in the punt game all season, a long of 72. That was the XFL record. 47.8 average, landing 16 inside the 20. But the Freshie Award for the brand goes to Parker Romo, who is not defined by the last kick he had this season, but the 18 before it, he hit 89% of his kicks and a long of 57. Congratulations, Parker Romo, also invited to NFL minicamp. Well, after all those Freshies given out to more than a dozen players and a handful of other special moments and categories, we arrive at our most valuable player. And even if the league wanted to shy away from giving one out, we on Spring Ball Boulevard are here to deliver you nominees for most valuable player. First up, Ben DiNucci. We look at more than just stats for this award. This is about impact, value. And if DiNucci goes down at any point this season, Seattle would not have been a playoff team. He was the definition of valuable bounce back from a bumpy start to the year to deliver as the XFL's leading passer over 2,600 yards through the air. He was a nominee for Offensive Player of the Year as well, Ben DiNucci. I refuse to let you leave this guy out of the MVP conversation. Jordan Tamu is a winner. He leads by example. One of the most underrated players I've seen in any level of football, sharp as a tack in the RPO game, accurate as a passer, deadly as a runner, the pilot of an offense nobody can stop right now. DC would not be 10-1 and without him. And of course, AJ McCarron. While St. Louis was able to survive and win over Vegas by the skin of their teeth without him, we can all agree that if AJ was somewhere else, the Battlehawks do not outperform expectations like they did in year one. He made everybody around him better. 24 touchdowns in the process, over 2,000 yards passing in the league's best completion percentage while doing stuff like this. Checking out of the play, finding Darius Shepard, one of the moments of the year, that made us drop our jaw. AJ 
a nominee. He was our offensive player of the year. Now a nominee for most valuable player. It's all come down to this. Three quarterbacks, three teams that dominated the South Division, never losing outside of the North. Ben DiNucci, A.J. McCarron, Jordan Tamu. Who's it going to be? The Freshie Award for Most Valuable Player goes to A.J. McCarron. First in touchdown passes. First in completion percentage. He had 420 yards passing in a single game, which is a record. And second in pass yards per game. An honor to watch A.J. McCarron play for Bruce Gradkowski and Anthony Becht all season. And again, we cannot wait for XFL 2024. AJ, congratulations, the face of the league, and hope to catch up with you soon here on Spring Ball Boulevard. Wow, a lot of categories, nominees, and freshy awards to get through. Thank you for sticking here with us. Drop a like on the video, subscribe to the channel. This is not our last episode of Spring Ball Boulevard. Of course, we have more action coming up in San Antonio. But before we get to that, one final Freshy Award tonight. This whole thing started somewhere. And the ability to cover a league we love and witness all these wonderful athletes that we just honored, it, it doesn't just appear out of nowhere. So, Zook, we have an ultimate Freshy to present tonight. Yes, we do. And the ultimate Freshy goes to XFL ownership. Because without them, we don't have the origin story of XFL 2023. Zook, what has it meant to you to be able to come along on this journey because they decided to purchase the league and rise it from the dead? Well, I ain't going to lie. I'm a little bit teary-eyed about this. I knew it was going to happen to me, too. (laughs) I'm thrilled to have the opportunity to cover this league, uh, and I can't thank them enough. Absolutely. and. Zook, you can't have the ultimate freshie without talking about the people who went into it. So let's talk about some of them. Led by the game-changing chairwoman Danny Garcia, the all-universe superstar Dwayne Johnson, and the industry-leading Redbird Capital with Jerry Cardinal. Remember, COVID turned things into a mess back in 2020. We thought the XFL might never be back. This meant the potential reality that deserving players may never get a second chance at the big leagues, that an NFL abandoned city like St. Louis would never have a pro football team again. And worst of all, we would have to wait for football season for six months instead of three. But the single most important move ownership made was not buying the league, It was bringing back the people who were just getting started in 2020. Execs like Mark Ross, Doug Whaley, coaches like Bob Stoops, June Jones, and countless others who never had a chance to finish the job because of COVID. Then you bring in the XFL class of 2023 with a new vision led by President Russ Brandon. Coaches with worlds of experience like Wade Phillips, Jim Hazlitt, mix it in with the new school. Jordan Palmer developing quarterbacks. Brian Westbrook keeping everybody on track. Reggie Barlow, Anthony Beck, Heinz Ward, new head coaches. All the directors of player personnel tasked with giving these guys second chances. We had brothers Randy and Rick Mueller, Von Hutchins, Dave Bowler. Guys, we've honored over 40 players tonight. So we cannot give the ultimate freshie out without recognizing the people who told their stories. Everybody back at the XFL content house in Dallas. The social crew, Dylan Mooney, Regan Bailey, Leah Musgrave, all the folks in PR, Stoli, Andy Seeley, Sage, DeAndre in DC, Matt, 
My point is, from chairwoman to chain gang, XFL 2023 was the People's Professional Football League. And last but not least, for the ultimate freshie, you. You win the ultimate freshie. Thank you for watching Spring Ball Boulevard. For liking, for subscribing, for sharing, for supporting our content all season long. I love football. I love the XFL. And being here twice a week in this chair with you guys is truly the reward and truly the ultimate freshie. So before I need to break out the Kleenex for Chris Zook in the control room, I am Maddie Fresh. And always remember, there is no such thing as football season. We'll see you next time for our championship week. Adios. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.